Welcome back to Unarmored Talk Podcast. Thank you so much for listening and watching each episode. And continue, please, to share with your friends and family members and colleagues. And don't forget to leave a rating or review if you feel this is a uh, awesome show. And you can connect to all of my social media on the parade deck. Just look in the show notes or you can put in the search engine Mario P. Fields Parade Deck and get all access to my social media. Well, let's get ready to interview another guest who is willing to remove their armor to help other people. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Armor Talk Podcast. I am your host, Mario P. Fields, and, and today I am your guest. Um, so first, before we jump right into the topic on what happened to me, um, I want to say thank you to you all, the listeners and viewers, uh, for all of the and friends and followers, for all of the positive messages and support and prayer. Um, I really appreciate it. Second group of people are the medical professionals at the Naval Medical Center, Camp Lejeune, North Carolina, in Portsmouth, Virginia. You know, you guys, they were awesome. Their attitudes were amazing. And the work they've done, truly appreciate it. Third group of people is our friends and family members. Um, you know, again, thank you so much for showing your love for me. And then my family rallying around the little guy. And that's from my son, my daughter, you know, throughout the fields, family, and so on and so forth. Thank you. Then my wife, uh, she's... You know, the running joke in our family was uh, she had a lot of medical challenges until the Duke University team figured out what was wrong with her. And I started to tell her, babe, I love you more than you love me because I bedpanned you. And, you know, I've always been by your side in the hospital. And then, boom, <laughs> Rose changed. And she was really there for me. And so, Nicole, thank you. I love you. And um, I think you love me more than I love you now. I'll stop that running joke. And then the last group, I feel so bad. I was supposed to be their guest speaker for Veterans Day, and that's Appalachian School of Law staff and students. Um, I felt so bad, but they were so caring and understanding to the point they invited me to be their guest speaker um, during Black History Month. And Nicole and I will be there. All right. So thank you to everyone in Appalachian School of Law and Sean Travis for leading the way. And rumor has it you guys have some uh, exams coming up. Well, if this guy can muster up enough energy to do kind of a less than 10 minute episode, you guys got it. Go for it. Pass that exam so you guys can go out there and practice law. Love everyone out there in Grundy, Virginia. Thank you. So let's get into the topic. <laughs> what happened? How did Mario P. Fields end up in ICU for three weeks in two hospitals overnight? Yeah, I asked the same question. So November 2nd, about two in the morning, I got this sharp pain in my lower back and right side. Woke me up out of my sleep. And I said, man, maybe it's because um, after 20-something years in the Marine Corps, my... <laughs> My body's starting to really break down. Um, but I didn't take it for granted, right? I didn't overlook it. So that day, you know, took some Motrin and um, went on about my business. The next day, I noticed I lost my appetite. 
my bowel movement that you know wasn't normal and I wasn't as sharp. That's when I initially went to the ER that Thursday, November, I want to say the fourth. Um, or yeah, the fourth or maybe the third. But I went to the ER and they said, Hey, you don't have COVID or um you know, or you don't have the flu, but there's some type of bacteria that you have. So let's follow up. I said, okay. Friday came, not much change. Yeah, I was okay. And then Saturday, Nicole and I went up to Atlanta, Georgia, the CLR-45's ball, which was an amazing ball, by the way. Um, had a chance to, you know, shake hands and hug uh, one of the original Montfort Point Marines. So it was cool. But after that ceremony is when I really started to feel bad. My right leg went completely um, not numb, but it, but it, I couldn't I couldn't stand on it. November the sixth, we drove straight from Atlanta. Well, my wife did straight from Atlanta to the ER because I couldn't even move my body. And then she got me in a wheelchair when we arrived. And that's when I got admitted to ICU Camp Lejeune. They ran a lot of tests. Again, I'm just going to tell you guys, you know, get right to the point. What they discovered was I had a staph infection in my bloodstream. But what was perplexing is they don't know how it got into my bloodstream. Um, so I had a staph infection in my bloodstream. My entire body was kind of under attack. The second thing is they discovered I had two blood clots. One was in my renal vein. It's still there. My renal vein, um, that goes from, you know, from my liver, my right kidney. The other blood clot was septic, and it was in my lung. Um, so I had a septic blood clot in my lung, and then the other one, a renal vein. The third thing that was happening is I had a fever of 103.4. The other thing that was happening is that my sitting heart rate was in the 140s, which normal range is between 60 and 100. It was almost like I was running a marathon marathon sitting down. And then the last thing is my body started developing numerous abscess throughout my body. And these abscess were being embedded in my muscles and my pelvis and my legs and all over my body and, and my prostate. So that is what was happening. Um, I know on November 15th, that's when the team account June said we need to transfer to higher level care. And that's when I was transferred to Portsmouth. And so for three weeks, that's what the medical team um, were dealing with and trying numerous antibiotics and other things that keep my organs from not shutting down and my body not going into septic shock and trying to get this bacteria out of my bloodstream. So what was my mindset? My mindset was focus on what I know. I knew I was sick. I didn't know how sick I was, but at the time it didn't matter. I said, let's keep a positive attitude and let me see what can I do to help the doctors help me. So when they would go, hey, Mario, do you have any questions? I would say, not at the moment. Um, but what can I do to help you all? <laughs> and that's what I did. I kept a positive mindset um, to, you know, to do what I could do to help them get the best outcome out of this situation. The second thing um, 
was I listened to everything that the doctors said, and I just try to do the best I can based off of their recommendations. But I never focused on, you know, is my life in danger? You know, why me? Um, none of that stuff. The other thing is it made me realize that when you live in your purpose, what I mean by that is when you wake up every day and you do things that are meaningful to you, for instance, you guys know, if you don't know, I love helping people and I love creating content and using my platforms to help other people. I enjoy it. And it, affirmed, it was affirmation to me that God has put me where he wants me to be and I'm being obedient and doing exactly what he, not what I want to do, but what he wants me to do. So there was no fear, no regret. I was pretty much at, at peace during this this journey and then in closing it reminded me that a lot of times we say hey tomorrow's not guaranteed i used to say it all the time um until you go through something and it's true we're on borrowed time and you don't know what can happen to you or your loved ones and that's okay um but be intentional in your life be intentional in what you do and focus on things, just my recommendation. Put some more effort into creating memories, good memories, and telling people you love them, and finding those times to create those memories that when you die, um, they will still outlive you. Um, and it's pretty cool. So that's what happened. Um, that's what I learned. So what's next? Um, I have a pick line in. I have this amazing... The technology is cool. I have this um, amazing pump that gives me my antibiotics through my pick line every four hours. My wife changes out the antibiotics once every 24 hours. And I have a, you know, a long road to recovery. But I'll get there. We'll make some more Instagram reels and some more YouTube shorts and do some more podcast interviews with some great guests I still have lined up. Uh, you know, it takes a lot more um, to get the little man out of the fight. And then I thank God uh, for allowing me to continue to live on this earth. He wasn't ready for me just yet. And so I got some more work to do. And I, so I hope that helped everyone gain a better understanding of what happened uh, to me. And, uh, and I hopefully there was something you can learn from my own journey as I remove my armor to tell you guys. And I love every single one of you. Be safe out there. And until next time, we'll see you later. Thank you for listening to this most recent episode. And remember, you can listen and watch all of the previous episodes on my YouTube channel. The best way to connect to me and all of my social media is follow me on the Parade Deck. That is www.paradedeck.com. Or you can click on the link in the show notes. I'll see you guys soon.